What is going on, Silver Squad, and welcome back to another uh, Silver Sight podcast. I know it's been a minute since we've been back, but we had some issues with me not having internet, and everyone has had different schedules, and some amazing things have happened to us in between the last time we've been here. You know, some marriages have taken place, homes have been purchased, but we are, you know, getting ourselves together and getting back on track, you know, so I I figured I would uh, recruit my homeboy, one of my very good friends, Wade Ilson, on our first podcast back to help me review Spider-Man No Way Home, because I have a habit of saying Far From Home. What's going <laughs> on, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, brother. How are you, man? It's good um, to be back. Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm glad. I'm, I feel a little rusty, but um, I'm, I'm glad to be back. I can't wait to dive into this review. So what has been going on with you? I hear you have some news all around, some projects and some life events that have taken place. Since the last time we've been on this podcast, what you got going on, man? Well, uh, for those that don't know, I got married. Yay! Yay. I mean, RJ, you were there, so you there. Know. You know, I just I'm I'm playing the what do you call it the, the fourth wall kind of thing. You know, where you yeah. I'm, I'm I'm being the audience right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. being the audience. So let the, so you got married. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I got married. Shout out to Jess. Yeah, the the third part of our. Uh, women's wrestling podcast which will be coming back in 2022 yes sir we'll be back and, and back with a vengeance oh so are you enjoying your marriage to just enjoying my marriage thoroughly you look happy you sound i happy. am i am happy yeah <laughs> it was a very very beautiful wedding we had a great time we had some great scares down in orlando and it was definitely an event uh if, if you weren't there you missed out we had a good time i was you happy to a lot so privileged to be that I appreciate you. You guys inviting me down. Oh, absolutely, man. With yeah. your family. So why would yeah. we not have you? Exactly. Also, I, I heard a little bird told me that you have a new project that, that you just launched on over at the Fourth World Pop Network. Oh, oh, well, that little bird was correct. You know, tweet, yeah. tweet. Um, <laughs> it's a new passion project I've started. Uh it's a solo, it's a solo adventure yeah. for myself. Yeah. I will be covering all things in pop geek wrestling culture. Yeah. And it's called, no surprise, the most lavish podcast, which is available on the fourth wall pop net network exclusively on the fourth wall pop network, where we like to hashtag make it pop. And y'all can check that out over at the fourth wall. The link should be in the description because I believe I do link everybody's project, even if there are outside projects. Mm-hmm. Um, not don't worry i will update it so you can check out wade ilson over at the fourth world pop network they have a lot of good shows over there too as well so be sure to check them out make sure you follow them across all social media platforms because everybody because what we believe here at the silver side network network is that everybody can eat and we support everybody in all endeavors that they do outside of the silver side network so with that being said we've spent a good three minutes plugging ourselves let's go ahead and um i guess jump right into spider-man no way home uh, so Spider-Man No Way Home is now in, I was about to say streaming on Netflix, is now in theaters. Uh, and like I said, I don't think I have to give you guys the backstory. This is Spider-Man at this point. If you're listening to this podcast, you pretty much know what No Way Home is about. Right now, it currently holds an 8.9 out of 10 on IMDb and a 94 critic score and a 98 audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it was directed by John Watts, who I believe he directed both Far From Home and Homecoming, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you're correct. You're yeah. correct. Yeah, he did do both of those or whatever. Um, but yeah, so let's 
overall thoughts, man, because you know we did the trailer reaction, so I know that you were hyped to um to check out No Way Home. So what did you think overall about No Way Home? Uh No Way Home definitely is to me. And quote unquote, this is just my opinion. Y'all don't have to agree or not. The best Marvel movie within the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the second best Spider-Man movie overall. Okay. Honestly, I love this movie. It is personally so good. We finally have now, within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Spider-Man we were craving for, for if we're counting his other appearances and his two films, about maybe four or five movies yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. And we finally have that in this movie. I I agree with you. I feel like I've been waiting for this version of Spider-Man. And this is no disrespect to Tony Stark and things like that. But I felt like we kind of are seeing Peter Parker and Spider-Man be Peter Parker and Spider-Man on, you know, his own terms. And it took us a while to get here. But I'm glad we got it because I feel like the payoff that we got in No Way Home was completely worth it. Oh, a thousand percent. Uh, from beginning to end, we finally got to see him, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, become what we've all been craving. And I keep saying we keep craving, we've been craving it. It's been a long while, man. Like we always had our complaints. Like we always felt like mm-hmm. when it came to Tom Holland, he was Tony Stark Jr. or the Robin the Batman. Yeah. Or like he never was Spider-Man. Yeah. And now he is. Spider-Man after this movie and the events that led off in this movie. Dude, I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those things where you, we, if I feel like we kind of we saw Spider-Man grow up right before our eyes because even though he's still a kid in this movie or whatever, he seemed like he had to go through things and handle things on his own and make some really tough and adult decisions in this movie. And I, I really am proud of how far Peter Parker has come as Spider-Man with Tom Holland's, you know, Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, man, listen, uh, before we get into it, you're going to let them know this is a very heavily spoiler. Heavily. Heavy. Heavily. We will be talking about everything. This is definitely a spoiler review. So if you have not watched Spider-Man No Way Home, please pause this podcast right now. Go watch it and come back. Join the discussion. Drop a comment down on the Instagram post uh, promoting this. But please, 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 if you have not seen it, don't listen to this because we about to talk about everything we want to talk about. There's no sugarcoating reveals and characters and surprises. It's all going to be in this podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. You were given the warning. Yep. There's your warning. There's your warning. So, okay. I guess let's just have like a general conversation about it, man. I don't want to like go line by line, you know, scene by scenes. That's just a lot because we, you have to think this is not only just no way home, but this is, um, things happen that are going to affect the MCU later on down the line. There were things that were caused by things that happened early in the MCU. So we're just going to be talking about everything that happened in No Way Home. So Peter Parker, well, do you want to go over the plot or do you want me to go over the, the main kind of like plot? Uh, I could sum it up quickly. Yeah. Okay. So um, if you don't mind. So yeah, yeah, yeah. basically after the event of Far From Home, the end credits, well, in the end credits, um, Peter Parker has been revealed as Spider-Man and the world believes has found out. They also believe that he was the reason of the events of Far From of No Way Home. I mean Far From Home, 
where material was killed and they believe he's a murderer and his life as well as the lives of several others in his life are completely affected he's overwhelmed and he does what again we said he does what a spite what peter parker would do in the comics he tries to find a solution to help everyone out so he yep. goes to dr strange and asks dr strange to cast a spell that would make everyone forget about peter parker forget peter parker spider-man yeah. and a lot of chaos ensues chaos is like putting it mildly mildly who they literally almost tore the fabric of the universe apart <laughs> like, mm -hmm. chaos is, is i wish there was a better word because it, when I tell you that the things that happened or that could have happened based off of this spell going wrong, man, who? It's bad. Like, okay, let, let, let's talk about the spell in general. Okay. So here's where Peter's wording may have screwed him up. All oh. he could have said was, Mysterio ruined my life. Can you make it so no one remembers I'm Spider-Man? Except... And he should have remembered that off the rip. Except yeah. these people have a set list. And it's like it's like you're ordering food. It was like he went to McDonald's and was <laughs> in line. And Dr. Strange was the employee. And he's like, can I get a Big Mac? Oh, wait, before you, but I'm about to pay. So wait, can you take the pickles off? and ask this? <laughs> No, man, be specific. And you know what the thing is? God, it sounds like me sometimes with my wife. Where Jess, Jess would be like, tell me exactly what the hell it is. <laughs> so, and if you want something changed or added, let me know ahead of time. Peter could have clearly said to him, I want Mary, I want MJ to know, I want Ned to know, and I want Aunt May to know. Nope. While, no. while Dr. Strange is mid-spell, he goes, uh, oh, yeah, wait, hold on. No, that's not what I meant. I meant this. <laughs> Get your shit together, Peter. Damn. Dude, and he kept doing it. And I think that's what's making me mad. Is like, dude, you too old to not. No, you don't been through too much to not know to be specific in your words at this point. And I don't, I don't know. Like he just kept, like you said, he kept doing it. It was like you're, you, Doctor Strange is doing a spell to affect the entire universe. You're not ordering a burger. You can't forget to say add the pickles on the end. That's not exactly. how that works. <laughs> <laughs> that works, like man. dude. He he. And the thing is, precursor Wong told him. That's a spell you really can't screw up. Don't do this. And why yeah. being the 80s type parent, um, yeah. I don't want no part of this. I'm business and drinking water. Wong, yeah, as much Wong as I like Juan, Juan don't care. Juan be like, he gonna screw this up anyway. And then <laughs> here's a little Easter egg we're forgetting. Wong is now the Sorcerer Supreme yes. due to Doctor yeah. Strange's disappearance in Infinity War. We didn't know yeah. that. He's he thought he got it back. He no, no, no. Sorcerer Supreme. He's terrible Sorcerer Supreme because I felt like that's something you stick around for. Exactly. Like, Let me supervise the spell. First, first, my thing is like, okay, for one, with Doctor Strange, why was there no spell orientation? Like, yeah. before you started, like, doing your heebie-jeebie-jeebie magic, why did you sit down and say, okay, this is going to erase everyone that knows your Spider-Man, including the Avengers, everybody else, is there anyone that you want to remember your Spider-Man? Boom. We would have had a whole new movie. A whole different movie. Movie would have been 15 minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes. 
It would have been the length of a Spider-Man 1994 episode. Oh, okay. Peter solved the problem <laughs> within the time frame. All they had to do, but you see how important effective communication is, y'all. Exactly. Me say what you mean and mean what you say. Exactly. God. But you want to talk about the after effects of the spell since I break basically broke down God. what he said. So basically, dumbass Peter messes up the spell. And what it does is it ends up bringing, I guess, anyone that knows Peter Parker, Spider-Man from any universe. And I guess the universes start merging. The villains that were in the other universes with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, who know the identity of Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man is uh, Peter Parker, start merging into the universe. So within doing all of this, uh, with Sp- Spider-Man being public enemy number one, MJ and uh, not Nathaniel, Ned, Ned, don't get into MIT, and. I guess Spider-Man is trying to, or Peter Parker is trying to convince the admissions that, uh, you know, don't punish them, give them another chance. And, you know, while in doing that, a villain attacks Doc mm-hmm. Ock. And so I guess they're going back and forth and they're battling. And one thing I one thing I liked about that fight was when the nanotechnology, how that kind of like, I guess for lack of a better word, affected Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. And... He, Peter Parker got control of his little his tentacles and things like that. That was funny as hell. That was that was probably my favorite part of like any kind of like fight scene. I thought like little little brilliant things like that. I find to be like I don't know. I just I like intriguing stuff like that. I think that was a really weird, unique way to win a fight. Is um you know he thought he had one up on on Peter Parker, which he did. He's about to kill Spider Man. He could have, but then mm-hmm. the nanotechnology saved him. But anyway, so when he pulls off uh. Spider-Man's mask and he sees Peter Parker and then he realizes that oh wait, you're not my Peter Parker. And I mm-hmm. think that's when it kind of clicked. It was like, oh wow this is people coming in from other universes. And I don't know, I just for me, I felt like that kind of raised the stakes of everything. Because exactly. it's one thing to have like a villain that you're fighting but having people from a whole nother dimension or universe rather that you have to kind of rally up. Anyway, I'm, yeah, I'm rambling. No, 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 you're not, you're not. Um, but that wasn't the first multiverse appearance we got in the in the movie. No, we had a uh, not um Jamie Foxx and God, what the hell is that man? Oh no, 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 I'm not even talking about Jamie Foxx. Who Charlie Cox made his debut. Yes, yes, I gotta forget about that. He did Daredevil. And I'm that so scene was so dope. I don't care what nobody said. <laughs> And we were like, we predicted this a while ago, but it was yeah. so cool to be right. It was yeah. like, I'm right. I was right. Yeah. We knew it. We knew it. Hey, we you knew need it. a really good lawyer. I'm a really good lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> and and I like, isn't it gangster how Peter's spider sense was working the same time as his... Um, his oh, senses. Since Daredevil, yeah, with the and brick. he caught the brick a millisecond yeah. before Peter did. Yo, man, I I love Daredevil. I was so happy to see him in in uh, Spider Verse. Hell yeah! I want to see more of more of just you know what I, what I like about this is I think this is the first kind of MCU film that kind of opens up the possibilities of bringing back people we thought we'd never see again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's kind of what makes me so happy about this Spider-Man. What makes me like it so much was that one little scene with with uh, uh, Charlie Cox uh, reprising his role as Matt Murdock, 
I don't know that 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 to me was just so awesome. I think that was kind of like the first time in this film. I was like, yo, like we really about to see people from everywhere now. Anything could happen. Mm-hmm. And and it really opened up doors and set precedence to what we're getting. But to go back, I mean, I'm sorry, you said we're gonna have general discussions, but jump all over the place. Yeah, we will. We jump back to what happened. Uh, Peter basically captures Doctor uh, Doctor Doctor Ock Doc Ock and locks him in a chamber. And then Doc Doctor Strange pretty much gives him like, "Yo, this ain't the first person. So yeah, there's more people you're gonna have to collect and send them back to their universe." And Peter, being who he is, is like, "I can't do this alone. This is too much of a job. How come you can't yeah. help me?" He's like, "No, nah, I can't. I have to oversee. So the spell, I have to contain the spell. That was his job. Since you screwed it up, I have to contain it." So. He's like, I need help, and he got the help of Ned and MJ, which was yeah, cool too. I, well, I, I mean, like, I like that they're giving them something to do mm-hmm. because they very easily could be useless. He could be dumbass Ned in jail. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy in the chair. I'm just a, oh, so you were <laughs> yeah. an accomplice? Like what? <laughs> yo, dude was spilling all of the beans, man. Like yo, shut up, bro. MJ, MJ is a real one, yo. That's who you need when yeah. something goes down. Get you, everybody need to get them an MJ. Yeah, I need a Yeah, I'm not speaking to you without a lawyer. I need a lawyer. Yo, one thing, and I know we're jumping all around. One thing that I did not like, and because you guys know I, you know I love magic. Anything that's anything with magic, I love. Mm-hmm. I hate when a, a show or a movie does this thing where they have a character that was never magic, never special, but they try to write them into being special or magical. By having mm. grandparents say, "Oh, you're magical," and then they pick up an artifact one day, and now all of a sudden they control the artifact with magic. That irritated me. I'm not gonna lie. I'm happy for Ned, but it irritated <laughs> me. Like, it really made me mad. It's like hey, so I knew like, it was okay, coming. Ancestral magic now. Like I, I love you, bro. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Besides that, <laughs> and what you're gonna talk about later, I know you're gonna have some big thoughts on certain characters and how they were used. I was so aggravated, bro. <laughs> like, I think I was the only one in the theater, theater that let out an audible groan. Like, when, when he said, yeah, my, my grandmother says I, I have magic in me. I said, I, oh. Does that mean I'm magical? Does that mean I'm magical? <laughs> my mom said I was magical, too. Damn. I'm like, damn. Like, it just made me so mad. I'm like, y'all didn't even need to do that. Y'all could have wrote a whole new character in. To, you could you could have had the kids that were cleaning up the um Doctor Strange's house or whatever. You could yeah. have written a part for one of them, and it would have been more believable because they are they are already magic. Like why make this exactly. character that had no magic, no magical abilities, magic? But I don't want to start dwelling on negative because this movie was absolutely amazing, and that's just one little small thing that really just kind of you know, ticked me off. <laughs> oh, 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 let's let's talk about just the villains. I know we we're talking about Doc Ock. But let's talk about, I guess, to me, the lizard is like, eh, that they just had him there to have him there. Yeah, mid-carter. Let's be yeah, real. He's a mid-carter the, the whole movie. Definitely mid-carter the whole movie. Definitely was Dolph, Dolph Ziggler of the movie for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what I liked about how they did Sandman is they still kind of played on his, like, kind of sort of like, I'm not totally bad. I'm just misunderstood. And I like mm-hmm. when they kept that theme with him where he wasn't just like, angry out for vengeance like at one point i thought he was going to help peter parker out i thought he was going to help spider-man out at one point and he did he did yeah. with yeah. electro he helped out heavy with electro yeah. what he you about that so much. 
I'm oh yeah, that's you know what my gripe was? Here's one of my gripes. Speaking on Sandman Electro, we were so hyped to believe that the black and gold suit fucking meant something. Yeah. It was just that his suit was inside out because he couldn't get the paint <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn, man. We just knew he was on to something. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is black and gold suit. It's probably because Dr. Strange gave, like, we had these all, like, whole opinions and yep. sounded yeah, logical. Exactly. And it was like, no, yeah. no, nah, somebody threw paint at him and he couldn't get it off. Yep, and now we look stupid again. Again, look like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> again. But can we give credit to Jamie Foxx? He was very entertaining in this movie for me. He was. He really I was. enjoyed him. He was like, you just going to let me stand out here butt-ass naked? Like, did... <laughs> he was funny. His he was good. Was he, was, good. he was good. Yeah. I like, I like how they played on, like, the energy was different. Mm -hmm. and that's why he wanted to stay. That's why he wasn't no partially like a cure because the energy that he was feeling in this realm or universe was different from where he was. Exactly. It was a whole other experience for him. He's like, nah, I like it here. He kept saying it. The energy was different. The vibe was different. Yeah. Uh, the He said it's a whole bunch of power he's never experienced before. And it's something he was hyped to deal with. So yeah. once he got there, he took care of him. But see, and you know what? Speaking on the lizard, you know how we knew he was mid card. Oh, Doctor Strange caught him beforehand. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, he's already here. He's already. I caught him like while you were out here with you know, yeah, Electro and the lizard. I mean, Electro and uh, Sandman, who begrudgingly got caught because he believed, he was like, "You're not my Peter," and he's like, "Oh man, hell no, never mind." Honestly, honestly, I wish they would have done like Rhino. To be honest, mm -hmm. like they never do Rhino. He's always like the first villain that you defeat or the last villain at the end credits. And it's like they never kind of do anything with him. But I'm, I'm glad we got to see Lizard, but Rhino would have been funny because they would have been like, well, what happened to you? And they could have played a joke like, well, no one really knows or no one really cares. Mm -hmm. That would have been hard. It definitely would have been hard. Um, But we got to address, uh, in my opinion, the number two best MCU villain. He definitely knocked Killmonger down a spot for me. He ain't knocked Thanos down. I'm sorry. Thanos yeah. wiped out half a population. Sorry. <laughs> but we gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk about Norman Osborne, Mr. Willem Dafoe. We have to. He does such a good job. It's like I was rooting for him, and I also hated his guts at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, I like, I like the fact that he, I like the fact that he played an intricate part in what happened with you know Peter Parkin losing losing Aunt May, and like mm -hmm. I told y'all spoilers, so that's your fault if you're still here. But um, yeah, your, your fault. Aunt May dies, you know, and I love the fact that it was at his hands. But also the fact that, you know, it was more, it was the Green Goblin that did it and not Norman Osborn, you know? Mm -hmm. And that he, the Green Goblin was taken over. And Norman yeah. had no idea. Yep. He had no, no idea. He was basically like a passenger in a car. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not driving. Yep. Nothing he could do about it. And I, I love that for um 
for for him. And I love that for Spider-Man No Way Home. I think that what they did was they picked the right amount of villains and they gave mm-hmm. the right villain the main spotlight because I feel like had you know Norman Osborn been working with Peter Parker all the way through and we were you know trying to fight just Electro or Electro and Sandman, it wouldn't have had an impact as much of an impact it did as it did as opposed to fighting Green Goblin and Electro. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. And I like that again throughout this movie. We saw Peter Parker, the comic book version, not the MCU version. Mm-hmm. He saw the better in people and wanted to help them. Exactly. Dr. Strange basically told him, and this wasn't like, see, the trailer threw us off. It made us seem like Strange was being a dick. Yeah. He wasn't being a dick. He was just telling him what it was like, hey, these people died fighting Spider-Man at some yeah. point. And I love how Jamie Foxx's Electro was like, yeah, so I was fighting him and I had I was whooping his ass. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, who like, damn, I did die. <laughs> so I had a question. So did they pull them in the same time time like time frame? Or they already so they were all already dead in their universes. Like I don't understand like the time or something, um, or just something we just don't question. From what I gathered, they were pulled from when they were about to die or they were are dying. Okay, okay. Because from Ox, Ox, Octavius's explanation, he said that he was um he was about to succeed and like at what what he was gonna do in Spider Man two, but then he died. Okay. He doesn't remember that he died, but he was like, "I was doing this," and then everything blacked out. Okay, that makes sense. He doesn't remember. He doesn't remember the events. He doesn't remember going down with the machine. He doesn't remember taking back over the tentacles. He doesn't remember any of that. Electro was the same thing. Sandman was just. See, he's the confusing one. When did he just escape at the end of Spider-Man Three and then was brought in, or was it after he fought Peter at some point when he was black suit Peter? Because he knew who he knew who Spider-Man was. Yeah. The whole time. So it might have been at the end of Spider-Man 3 when he just disintegrated and went away. So did he die or did he disintegrate? He just disintegrated and went away to go find his kid. Okay. That was it. Okay. I, I you know what? And also too, I feel like a certain part of people, I I'll talk about myself. I need to do a better job with suspending my disbelief and just going with stuff. You know. Everything doesn't exactly. need to be laid out and explained. Exactly. There's no yeah. need to... I don't need to go that deep to find out what happened. Yeah. Just give me a good synopsis. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> totally right off. That just makes sense. Good. That yeah. makes sense. I'm with that. I just, I, For me, I, there are people out there that didn't like this movie. And I... I and you know, I'm, I'm, I love to critique and review movies, but I just feel like if you didn't like this movie or you didn't like Shang-Chi, I feel like... What do you like? Yeah, what what is your what is your main objective with not like like this movie was good. I haven't I've only seen one person and it was because they were trolling. And they went I think they went on Rotten Tomatoes and they 
<laughs> they went on Rotten Tomatoes and said, I, I haven't seen the movie yet because everybody else has. That's why I'm giving it a low score. <laughs> to be petty, I'm like, yo, you're That's an asshole. Funny. I get it, but damn. That is funny. <laughs> Petty as hell, yo. Yeah, that that's so petty, but funny. funny. <laughs> it's funny as hell. Uh, I really want to know if pe- why people didn't like this movie if they did, because honestly, it fulfilled a lot of Spider-Man needs. It 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 it, it definitely filled a lot of things that I had issues with from the previous two movies. Yeah, one Avenger reliant. So you had, I mean, that was like, oh, Doctor Strange is gonna be a majority of this damn movie, and I'm gonna have yeah. an issue with it. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. It was yeah. mostly Peter. Majority, like a good 80, 85% him. Um, he it, it allowed him to be Spider-Man. Great. That's what I wanted. Yeah. And the humor was well-balanced and properly placed. It wasn't a typical Marvel. Let's put a joke here for no apparent reason. Let's make a joke about the fact that Natasha and Yelena had their... Uh, Female organs removed. Ha 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 yeah, ha. Like, ha. I'm like, that's not a, like. Wh-. I was like, what? That's not funny. It's, I, was, I couldn't believe. Like, even the theater was dead when that joke happened. Yeah, I saw it with my niece. My niece was like, "Huh?" I'm like, like "What?" I was like, "Nah." No, no, terrible joke. Yeah, no, it's not funny. That's no. not funny at all. Yeah, but to to credit what you said, and you know that you know that's my biggest critique with Marvel movies. Is that the jokes are always placed in the wrong spots, and what it does is it takes away from the drama or it takes away from the the um, the danger. But I feel mm-hmm. like they put those jokes in places where they made sense, and then and then when they made jokes, sometimes where even you know they couldn't like when the, when Andrew and Toby were doing the whole like my back thing, like that was a joke. But it was like okay, we're waiting for stuff to go down. Yeah, we can joke right now. I feel like they put the jokes in the right spots on this movie. Exactly. I loved it. Spoiler alert, guys. The other two Spider-Man show up in the movie. If you look this far, this is your fault. (laughs) We told you. 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 you. And on the sidebar, Amazon gave no fucks. I sent it to RJ yesterday. He was like, damn. (laughs) They put out the three Spider-Man merch like nobody's business. Right? They didn't give a damn if you ain't see it. They was like, oh, you want these shirts? Portal jumps. Here you go. (laughs) Like, sucks for you if you didn't see it. Yeah, it sucks. Guess yes. Guess it is. And I was like, man, the tours are going to ruin it. Man, the shirts ruined the it. Shirt ruined it. <laughs> See, the shirts ruined it. everything. Comes out, I don't look at the, the the pops, like the pre-order order the pops or nothing like that. I stopped mm-hmm. looking because what was what would end up happening was I would see a character that hasn't come in yet or mm-hmm. hasn't been revealed on the episode yet. And it's like the pre-order toys will always ruin it for you. Always. Always, always, always. And um, oh, we, kind of, we kind of figured it out during the trailer. Yeah, we did. We ain't stupid. We, yeah, we were like, read it out. Andrew might, Garfield gaslighted us too. No, I'm not in the movie. No. I knew you were lying because I was like, why I knew are you he was on, lying. Why are you on the talk show then? Like, why are you here? Like, to promote his <laughs> other movie. Um, uh, I forget the name of the movie. He's he. It's about he plays the director of uh, the the person who wrote Rent. Okay. Yeah. No one was no one was checking for that though. No, no, no. I heard it was good. I heard it was really good. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I'm only checking for Spider-Man. Well, I'm gonna watch it because it's Spider-Man. Because damn it, let's get into it. My Spider-Man finally got his goddamn respect in this place. 
Andrew Garfield is one of my favorite Spider-Men. I told everybody that from the jump, and I'm glad he's getting his love and respect now. I feel like his movie just wasn't good, but I feel like he was a great Spider-Man. His movie, okay, his first movie was really good. I enjoyed it. His second movie had a lot of flaws, as most sequels do. Yeah. And there, there was a lot of tampering with the studio and changing things and wanting things to be a certain way. But I feel Mark Webb respected what the other directors did, Sam Raimi included, who is, it's funny, he's directing Doctor Strange. <laughs> he's, <laughs> so he's going to have fun with it his way. Um, and who, did Mark Webb direct, who directed the Andrew Garfield movies? It escapes me right now, but I know Mark Webb did one and two. Um, let me look that up while we're talking because I'm I actually want to know that too. Yeah, because I feel the direct Mark Webb directed this movie very well, and I can't. I keep saying and reiterating, he handled all three Spider Men within their rightful universes respectfully. Yeah. Mark Webb did the Amazing Spider Man, and I don't know if he did. The, did he do the sequel? Let me see. He might have. Well, he directed he directed these three Spider-Man movies very well. Well, yeah, he, he directed both. He directed one and Amazing Spider-Man one and Amazing Spider-Man two. And then they they were like, "Hey, you, you did a decent job. Let's put you yeah. in a Marvel universe and see what you yeah. do." And he's that, handled it well. That's why I'm glad. And this is a spoiler alert again, guys, because you know it's been revealed. If you don't know, Mark Webb will be directing the Fantastic Four movie. Yep. So I'm. Fully on board with that. It proves he can handle more characters than we expect. I am looking forward to that. Wait, I thought John Watts was doing Fantastic Four. I think John Watts is writing it. No, Mark Webb got something to do with it. Or no, wait, John Watts. What didn't John Watts work on? We're getting directors confused, but I feel John Watts had a part with the Spider-Man story. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he. He wrote Spider-Man Homecoming. John Watts did. Yeah, John Watts wrote Spider-Man Home. He's one of the writers on Spider-Man Homecoming. He didn't okay. write Far From Home or No Way Home. Okay. But they said he's going to write or direct with Mark Webb Fantastic Four. I don't know the details, but we're we're jumping off the subject. We're going oh, yeah. over the multiverse. We're not focusing yeah. on what we're talking hey, about. Hey, now, that's, now's the time to go all over because, hey, this movie was all over the place. So mm-hmm. we got no. I actually want to address what you said before you get into it. What? We have to talk about the Aunt May situation. Uh okay, guys. So this is a running gag that we have at the Silver Site, <laughs> and we have said RJ's shoot name. If you were to know it, well, I'm not doing that to him on air. Uh, spells out. It's pretty much the same amount of letters as Mephisto. He hates kids, obviously, from WandaVision. He hates them twins. I don't know. I don't know what they did to him. So stupid. But he hates, he hates, he hated May in this movie. I hated May in this movie. I will let him, we'll go point counterpoint for a second. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go first on why you hated hated May in this movie? Let, or no? let me just be transparent of why I hated May. This is not me just being, this is just not me bringing hateration in the dancery. You know, <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would never bring hateration to dancing without reason. But May pissed me off because she was doing this goody two shoes bullshit with, uh, with Peter. I I get it. You work with homeless population. I work with homeless population. I understand. 
but homeless people are not equivalent to supervillains. And you, this is not your, you live in New York. You know, you were in the city when the, uh, when the towers got attacked, not the towers, when, um, when New York got attacked back in the first Avengers movie, you were there. Mm-hmm. You were there, May. So you know what supervillains are capable of. Why are you telling Peter, who's trying to send these people back to where they come from, that no, don't send them back because if you send them back, they'll die? Yeah, May, that's the point. They're super villains. They're not homeless people who are down in their luck and just need a little bit of help. You're trying to rehab super villains who probably have a reason as to why they're doing what they're doing. But you think a little TLC and a conversation and therapy is going to work, you know, before you send them? No, May, no. May. That's not going to work. May got May killed. May got make it. No. Okay. All right. Let's break this down a little bit. Break it down. Break it down. Cliff Note style, just for May. So May basically was uh, his gym, uh, Peter's Jiminy Cricket. Peter was going to follow through with everything that Strange had told him, but was doubtful about it. She felt, no, you have to do the right thing. I.e., he stole he stole everything from from Strange. Got into a badass boss fight with him. Beat him with math, which is great. He beat he beat Doctor he beat Doctor Strange with geometry. <laughs> so then he uh, he figures out how to try to help everybody, and he starts curing everyone. And here's the fun part: I didn't notice. What? Remember the part? Where Peter, where Peter was in the house with everybody, and that weird moment where his brain was like wah 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 wah, like yeah. the sound, and he couldn't hear anybody, and it was every, and he was just out of it. Yeah, like he had a concussion. That was his spider sense telling him ahead of time, like yo, that's why he webbed up uh, Osborne because oh. his spider sense told him. Cause see when he here's the here's a cool part that Easter egg that I've noticed and read on a few websites and once I saw the movie it made sense. When Peter's guard only goes up, Spider Sense only goes up when there's something about to happen or something ominous is going on. When he okay. was around Norman and Norman was there and apparently he was the one driving, Peter was fine, no issues. Yeah. Once he knew Goblin had showed up. You notice when 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 Goblin had said something, you notice his face kind of changed. Yeah, a little bit. Which William Defoe, you got to get that man all the credit in the world. That man is a phenomenal actor, man. Superb, superb. Definitely one of the best actors of our um generation. No matter what he's in, he always gives one hundred and ten percent. But back to the story, like I now that you say that, it kind of makes sense because that man's whole face changed. The way his his posture changed, and I don't think Peter noticed it, but the spidey sense within Peter noticed it. He did, and it and it bugged me out that to to see Peter go, oh shit! And then when he did, everyone the when I saw it in the theater, everyone was like, what? Like why? Yeah. And then he and he broke out of. He's like, yeah, you really thought like, nah, stupid. This is, not, <laughs> this is really what I'm here for. Now nah, you think yeah. I want to be healed? No, hell no. I'm going to stay here and ruin your life because that's Green Goblin's main goal to ruin Peter's life. And he did. And here's my counterpoint. Yeah. It was a very touching scene for me between May and Peter. 
Yeah. Obvious reasons, you know why. Yeah. So that's why I, it felt a little bit more like, oh man, like yeah. damn, you. I was gutted. I was gutted. I was gutted. I, I was like, fuck. <laughs> you know, you know, they tried to take us out by having her act normal, but I was like, nope, no. I said, I already know she's not gonna make it. She stood yeah. up and she was acting too normal. I said, yeah, she's not gonna make it. Yeah, man, but I I thought she just got popped like the blades weren't out. But then blades got her ass. Yeah. I was like, damn. And then she she tweaked the line a little bit. She had to say the line. Well, she said the line that was comic book accurate. Mm -hmm. That that's that's one thing I learned. Uh, I think it was Straw Hat Goofy or somebody on TikTok has said that people were kind of like going in because she altered the line. They were like, no, she said the line how it was spoke first said. The people that's been saying it have been saying it altered. Ah, oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know that until like uh, somebody had posted a TikTok and then they posted the picture of the actual comic where, you know, it said how it's supposed to be read or whatever. Um, but I'll say, I have, I have a question. So I don't know, because it's been a long time since I've seen Homecoming. Did... So, all right, all right. So they were talking about every every kind of superhero has a catalyst that kind of pushes them over the edge to be the hero. And for everybody, I thought that was Uncle Ben. But I guess with the relationship that he had with Aunt May, I guess that was his kind of like Uncle Ben. Because now I feel like Spider-Man is going to be a whole different kind of Spider-Man now that his Aunt May is gone. Mm -hmm. And that's um, the kind of guy guy. Yes, I feel Aunt, Aunt May... Damn, Marissa told me he had to die. It pissed me off. Yeah. Um, Aunt May was the fill-in for Uncle Ben because one of our biggest gripes, you and I have gone back and forth about this, is like yeah. the joke they made in Far From Home about the luggage when that was Uncle Ben's luggage that he yeah. left. That was like one of the only things he had left from Ben. Yeah. That bothered me. But his catalyst was kind of mentioned in Civil War. And he low-key mentioned it when he was talking to Tony. He said, when you have the powers I have and the things you can do, you want to use them the right way. And yeah. You want to do the right thing. Yeah. Well, he already probably went through the traumatic experience of Uncle Ben because he had, quote-unquote, Civil War, he had only been Spider-Man for about two months. Yeah. Three months tops with the rinky-dink suit. Yeah, and the yeah, and no kind of technology and stuff like that. And that's when Tony Stark said, Well, why don't you play? You could have done anything, you could have played football. And he said, Well, because I couldn't play football before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that. But that was the thing that pushed him. And let's talk about one of the scenes in the trailer that doesn't get enough love, but then you saw the movie and you're like, Fuck. After the after effects of when Aunt May died, and it was just pouring rain. Mm. And he had to sit there and watch the billboard go off with Jay Jonah, who should have got his shit rocked at some point. Yeah, yeah. Like he's the reason why his aunt died, and da 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 da. Just running off. I that irritated me. But I feel like that's what the characters, when the characters are, done, are done or are put in there to make you your blood boil. Because I was hot. I was hot, boy. Yo, that that scene alone made me go. Dude can't catch a break at all, like, man. Yo, like let him grieve. Like he didn't even get a chance to grieve. Nope, he had to go to work. Nothing. Like sat there watching it, just 
and the rain was a great effect because you got to see Peter cry and the rain went off. Yeah. Tom Holland definitely got some acting chops on him, man. I I feel like people people really uh don't give any MCU actors the credit they deserve when it comes to being able to have acting range, but low-key hitters really showed his ass in this movie. Yeah, they got some hitters now. There are some hitters, but um you want to jump to the uh to the big uh big part where we finally got them all together. Okay, the climax of the film. Yes. Um, so I guess they after trying to find the cure and stuff like that, and Aunt May dying, so they end up um I guess meeting at like this the new and improved Statue of Liberty or something like that in order to execute their plan. And so Electro, Lizard, Sandman, and I does Goblin come first? Does Goblin come right away? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Nah, Goblin Goblin has to get his fucking diva main-ass entrance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goblin has to come out and do a run-in after. So, yeah. So they meet up. And, and which I want to, you know, say, too, I love the interactions that the three of the Spider-Mans had with each other on the um the rafters or whatever. Oh, that was so badass. That was my favorite part of the movie, just them, those three interacting. Even in the lab when they were like, wait, you don't have organic shooters? And he's like, no, I, I have to use these. And he was like, so where does it come from? It was like, well, out of my wrist. Does it come from anywhere else? <laughs> he said, does it come out of your butt? And he's, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, was like, he's like, wait, so that, he's like, where do you, how do you, you never run out? And then he's like, it was like he brought it up like it was a performance issue. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it happened to me too. I had a mental block. Yeah, a mental block. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> was. Like, what do you mean mental block? What are you talking about? <laughs> and then, like, you have to have seen the other movies to be like, I get the joke. I get yeah. it. Like, yeah. And I they kind of did the point thing. I love that they think that they kind of did the point thing. I wish they would have let that marinate for a little while, though, so that we could kind of understand, you know, because it happened so quick. And if you weren't looking for it, you would have missed it. Mm-hmm. They did do the point thing. The point thing yeah. happened when they were like, Peter, and he was like, who, me? Him? Him? You took it with <laughs> I loved it. I, that was my favorite interaction. So they're, they're, they're on the Raptors waiting for everybody to make their entrance. And what I liked about this was I feel like we saw that there, I mean, uh, Peter Parker from this universe is used to working on a team because he's been an Avenger before. But the other two aren't, they they weren't used to working as a team. And it really showed they were interfering with each other and running yep. into each other and, you know, just just messing up, you know? Mighty and, Ducks. Um, it was the Mighty Ducks. It was the Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. Yep. It was the Mighty Ducks in their first yep. game. It was the Mighty Ducks in their first game. They didn't know how to play together. And then they figured it out. I even mm-hmm. love that they... um. <laughs> was it he told him um ah man i used to be part of a team i'm you know i don't hate to bring this up you know it's not a humble brag but i'm an avenger and they both were like what the fuck is that hell's an avenger got a rock band (laughs) yeah they just say that you in a band band. that'd be so cool if you were in a band (laughs) yo he tried to he tried to flex on him and they didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> Yo, for real. Peter tried to be the Peter tried to flex so hard. He really did. Okay, but we gotta be specific. We have to say Peter MCU, Peter, Peter MCU, One. Yeah. But no, now they have names. 
Yeah, Peter was it Peter one, two, and three or something like yeah. that? Yeah. So, okay. So Spider Man is Tom Holland. Yeah. Flat out. Yeah. Amazing Spider. There's friendly neighborhood Spider Man, which is Toby Andrew Garfield. Wait, I thought Amazing Spider Man was Andrew. Yeah, Amazing is Andrew. Friendly neighborhood is is uh Toby. Toby. Okay. So, I. <laughs> it's just so funny. And then to even go back with their interaction, and this is so funny to me because you you brought this up again. The humor was so well placed. Yeah, I love how Andrew ragged on him because he was. They were both ready to go in their Spider Man outfits. And he yeah, told right, him, well, yeah. are you gonna stay dressed like a cool youth pastor? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he did like it's, it's funny because I when he said that I had a flashback to like when I used to go to this like non denominational mixed race church. And I kid you not, all the white pastors there were dressed like that. And I found it to be so funny. He was just like a youth pastor. He did, man. He really did. And I... <laughs> Yo. So, so what did you think of the final fight? I... Okay. All right. Here we go. Sorry, guys. I am going to be brutally honest. It is the best fight within the MCU. I said it. The best. Because really? it topped what we really got, what we should have gotten in Black Panther. Black Panther should have been a show beginning to end. Everyone says it. it Black Panther's an amazing film until we get to that fight scene with the PS2 yeah. graphics. Yeah, oh God, yeah, that was bad. And they even tried to fix it in editing and you know, later when it got up on Disney+. Plus, Still looks bad. Still you looks bad. Have them fight in the suit, you know. I just felt like, yeah, we're not talking about Black Panther right now, but I, yeah, I get what you're saying. That was so bad. It was. This fight scene had everything covered. We got to see Spider Man be full, all three Spider Men be funny, get their moments, whoop ass. Yeah. All the fight scenes in these this movie, I have no complaints with. None of them are bad to me. Not a single nope. one, especially the one where Peter got rock bottom through three floors. Yo, but... that was good. <laughs> that was good. He even pulled. They, there was even and uh, Tom Holland had said this before we jump into the final fight. I'm sorry, I'm going all over the place. Yeah. I'm being all crazy. Um, he pulled a Spider-Man move from the video from the current uh, video game. Was it when he fell or whatever? No, 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 no. I thought it was when Aunt May died. Spoiler alert, Aunt May dies in the Spider-Man game. As I, I thought that was the move he was trying to say it was, and it was oh. trying to be funny. And I was like, no, you're stupid. And I saw what it was. The move was, you know when he's, whoop, he's whooping Goblin's ass, and then he does a springboard and slingshots himself up into the air, oh, and then yeah. drop kicks him. That, that's a move that in Spider-Man. That is, yeah. You're right, that is. That's a move in Spider-Man, but I enjoyed the fight. The fight, man, I enjoyed so you, much. You Everything know, was well timed and placed. Yeah, but if we're gonna talk about the fight, we got to talk about. And this is where, as a Spider-Man fan, I get to say, y'all sleep on him too much. When he beat the holy shit out of Osborne, that that was my. That was my second favorite 
moment of this film. My first, I know I, well, I want to come back to, but I want to get it in because it happened before, was when Andrew Garfield saved mm -hmm. AJ. Oh, ooh. that was my favorite moment of this. Made film. me cry. Yes. Dead man tears. Yeah. I was like, hmm. Hands down. Hands down, my favorite moment. Because you know he thought about that. Yeah. Over and over. And then he was like. Because you, if you notice, he caught her different. Because obviously, yeah. you know, Gwen didn't survive uh, when that happened. But he caught her, you know, like I said, that their experience. And you learn, you know, you lose and you learn. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when he caught her and he just, like, burst into tears. <sighs> yeah, I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. I was like, phew. But you know what? I think one of you guys called that in the trailer reaction. Have if you haven't seen it, go ahead and check out our YouTube channel. We, we reacted to the trailer. I think one of you guys called it that MJ was going to fall. It was Trey. It was Trey. Trey and Andrew was going to catch her. Mm -hmm. And the way he called her was like, <sighs> he's like, I got her. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, this I, you know, it's funny because when he said, I got her. I said in my head, somebody else get it. Somebody else get it. <laughs> no, no, no. He can't do it. It's too traumatic. <laughs> somebody else get it. Somebody else get it. Mm -hmm. I love that part. But yeah, back to what you were saying. They whooped. He whooped Osborne's ass. Green Goblin's ass. Bro, beat the shit out of him. Like, he was. And you heard every punch. Every punch. And that one point where Goblin ducked out the way and he put his fist through the through the statue remnants. Yeah. I was like, yo, he could have killed him. He, he could have killed him. Man. Dead man. He's gonna punch I, right through that man. And what made it worse was Goblin was laughing the whole time. That's what pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, fuck him up, please. Please. I would let him go. I would yep. say nothing. Mm -hmm. But no, I don't have it. Mm-hmm. But Toby, Toby did the right thing because even Toby told him he slipped. Yeah. Andrew said it the same too. Andrew, and when they had a discussion prior to the fight, he said, and each of them had revelations with each other, which made me even love it more. Yeah. He told him, um, Andrew told, told uh, okay, friendly neighborhood. No, amazing told Spider-Man MCU that, after Gwen died, he did it for a little bit where he was still Spider-Man and he still did his thing, but it got dark. Yeah, He got very dark. Yeah, And he started to not hold back on his punches, which was a foreshadowing to him not holding back on his punches. Yeah. And he didn't. So it took Toby to step in as like the big brother, the biggest brother, and being like, yo, man, he ain't worth it. Like, you killing him doesn't bring May back. It doesn't change yeah. anything. And then I thought he was going to die. I was like, no! Please, please. Yeah, please. No, not Toby. God damn it. Nope. I was like, and we kept saying, I don't want to be right. I want to be wrong that yeah. all the Spider-Men make it through. And then he was like, just see, look, again, humor was humor was placed properly. He's yeah. like, yo, man, I thought you were going to die. He's like, nah, I've been stabbed before. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't my first time being stabbed. Because right. I thought that was it, honestly. I was like, oh, no. Then I, then I remembered. I was like, he's Spider-Man. Like, that's not going to kill him. 
it, it was man. I'm just, I'm sorry. I kept rambling about this fight, this final fight, man. Please give us your thoughts. I want to know what you thought of the final fight because as Spider Man fan, I loved it personally. Everything, yeah, everything. I did too. I, I, I liked the fight. I think it had what I liked about it too was it was fight then regroup, fight then regroup. You know, and I like the fact that it didn't all work out at first. I feel like I, I to me, I, I hate when a plan goes perfectly in a movie mm-hmm. because that kind of takes away from the climax of it all. I feel like things should go wrong. You should have a plan and know it shouldn't work at first. You should have to adjust your plan to heat a battle in order to come out on top. And I feel like that's what they did. I love the graphics, the special effects. Amazing. Um, I, I don't know. I just There was nothing about this fight, final fight that I have to complain about. Like I said, if you didn't like it, I feel like you're just a hater at this point. And I hate, exactly. that, word. I hate that word, hater. I really do. But I feel like if you don't like it, you're, you're a hater at this point. You 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 don't enjoy fun. You don't enjoy you fun. Don't. You don't. You 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 love hateration in the dancery. Mm-hmm. Hateration, holleration in this dancery. You can't. You can't bring that in, in Mary J. Blige's dancery. You can't do you that. Can't with you her can't. Da- damn damn two step for over two decades. But <laughs> go Mary. Go, go Mary. Mary. Go Mary. <laughs> Mary J. Blige is like that rich aunt that shows up and she's yep. telling it. Yeah, her 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 partners at home. Yeah, because we know why. Because we know why. We know why. We know why. We know. (laughs) But I loved it, man. I love even love the ending where you know Peter decides to not pursue because you know Doctor Strange comes and he does the heebie-jeebie-jeebie magic, resets everything, and Peter forgets. Everybody forgets Peter Spider Man because other people start to come in from other universes, Mm -hmm. and he's like, hell no. So we close. We he finishes the spell, and everybody forgets who Peter Parker is. And everybody goes back to their original universe. And, you know, um, uh, Peter promises MJ that he'll find her. And he does find her, but he doesn't strike up a conversation, leaving it kind of open-ended. Like, yeah. is he going to pursue them? Is he going to go about his normal life? And, you know, I, I, I like the ending. I, I like open-ended things like that. We don't yeah. know what's going to happen. I love it. I love that, too. It's Spider-Man-esque. Yeah, very, very ultimate sacrifice. Very, and he he takes the burden. Yeah, he'll wear the burden. He was like, as he should. I don't, as he should. He said, I don't want everybody to forget about Spider Man. I want to, I want everybody to forget about Peter Parker. Yeah, as he, he should, as he should, and he took the hit. No one, he told, and that's the consequence. Strange told him, even I won't remember who you are. I'll, I'll know who Spider-Man is, the person, but not who is Spider-Man. But that's the sacrifice, you know, a hero has to make. And But like I said, this movie was about Peter Parker becoming literally just Peter Parker Spider-Man. Exactly. And he made the, the sacrifice. And it was just, that's what Spider-Man is supposed to do. That's yeah. what Peter Parker does. He makes a sacrifice, even though it may hurt him in the in the long run. I was so proud of Peter in this movie. I really so was. proud. I was really proud of Peter. Like I feel like I seen him come into his actual Spider-Man, who he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like man, it's just ah, oh, this movie. It's excellent. Excellent movie. Excellent. Ex- speaking of excellent. Um, what did you think about the end credit scene? What does this mean? I, I doubt this is probably my favorite end credit scene because it deals with somebody from another universe. It kind of bends and breaks the rules a little bit as well mm-hmm. because 
technically um, Venom was supposed to go back, but a little mm -hmm. bit of him stayed behind. So what do you think this means? Do you think this is just like a one-off and it doesn't, it's not canon, or do you think that this will have something to do uh, later on in the MCU? Oh, it, it's going to have something to do with the MCU. It's from a TikTok I sent you, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, let's touch on that. So a TikTok yeah. I found, um, if you haven't seen Venom, let there be carnage. Again, spoiler alert. Sorry, it is what it is. It's been out there. Uh, spoiler. Yeah, the symbiote basically tells, Venom basically tells Eddie Brock, I have years and years of experience, and I've been all over the multiverse, and I know things that you don't know, and it would destroy your mind if you found out. When Eddie Brock, who is in the movie, because remember, the multiverse converged and all that. Yeah. He basically had to deal with finding out that Iron Man existed, the guy at the bar is explaining him to everything. And once the spell is complete, Venom or Eddie Brock goes back, but a piece of him stays. So that piece is going to go after Peter Parker because Venom may have survived or a piece of the symbiote may have survived from Spider-Man 3 with Eric Foreman's Venom, which we do not talk about. Never happened. Never happened. So, yes, in the long run, this is going to happen. I feel that this Venom piece symbiote of the part of the symbiote is going to affect peter and bring out the worst in him in the next in the upcoming films oh you know, we may have black suit spider-man from one to two films that is going to be really hard for him to deal with because he won't have mj mm -hmm. to be his anchor he won't have mj he won't have ned he's on his own he no i may no i may no no Tony. No event. No, what well, I mean, he well, has, he has the Avengers, Avengers, but they don't know Parker. him like yeah. personally. Yeah, they just don't have. We, Peter Parker doesn't have the Avengers or anybody. Spider Man does. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's gonna cause so much conflict, but I can't wait. I, I can't wait that. like now. Can they go ahead and make it now? Well, I, I, I think you know the Marvel always tends to do this and tie things together with other projects. What if? Damn them. Yeah, I couldn't get into that. I didn't watch it. I watched that one episode and I was like, "Yeah, pass." I, but you know what though? We have been doing reviews on FTB every week of Marvel stuff, and I just didn't have it in me anymore. I was tired. You were Marvel burnt out. You, were, Marvel you had Marvel burnt out. I took a break, and then I, I we were supposed to come back for back for Hawkeye, but we didn't. But I ended up watching Hawkeye. But I just I couldn't get through what if. Oh, but the 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 second uh, end credits trailer, which. Marvel said after a week, fuck it, we'll just put it out on the internet. Yeah, the uh, Doctor Strange trailer. Mm -hmm. And we got uh, Defender Strange making an appearance. Yeah. what what? It was funny because when it, when it was playing, I was like, is this an end credit or a trailer? Because I'm thinking like end credits give you information. And I'm looking for information. And like halfway through, I'm like, oh, this is a trailer. Mm -hmm. It's an end credit trailer. It's like, hey. Yeah. This is what's going to be happening in Doctor Strange. He's the next movie, so get ready for that. Which I can't wait. I, I it's going to tie in Wandavision. Oh man, I can't wait. I can't. No, it's not. No, it's not like a tie in Wandavision. You heard Strange. He said, "I don't give a fuck about this." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he did say. I don't give a fuck about Westview, bitch. That's not what I'm here for. Yo, like Loki. Everything's not about you. Everything's not about you. <laughs> you think the world revolves around you, Wanda? I'm here for your problems. 
<laughs> I'm not here to help you with your traumatic loss of your <laughs> children. I don't give a fuck. That was funny. Yo, for, like, that was so bad. I was like, damn, straight. But that's how strange is. Yeah. Shout out to um Sterling, aka Crypt the Guts. They told me like that's how he's supposed to be. He's a dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's oh, a buddy. dick. Doctor Strange is an asshole, oh, whether he wants it intends to be or not. I can't. That's gonna be so what an asshole. I don't give a fuck about Westview. Fuck them people. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that little ass town you yeah. ruined. Yeah, I don't care about you altering people's lives in the universe. Get out of here. It's not, a, it's not, a, it's not about me right shit. now, Wanda. Yeah, help me with my shit. Right? <laughs> I don't care about your witchcraft. It's not about you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this may yeah. be one of my favorite podcasts we've ever done. <laughs> it really, really did. This shit was lit. It really was. Oh, I enjoyed Spider-Man No Way Home. I, I really did, man. I It definitely exceeded my expectations. We waited forever for this, and we finally got it, and it it delivered. It delivered. It definitely delivered. Delivered heavily. And, yeah. man, I'm saying it before. I'm going to say it again. This movie is a 10 out of 10. We recommend. Um, it is my favorite MCU movie of all time. Yes. Sorry, Guardians Volume 1. You have fallen down, and Good. No Way Home has replaced it. It hasn't replaced mine, yeah, because you, but, but you know, you, Jay, and Trey are like Spider Man, like fanatics, so that's why y'all are like, y'all put it up here for me. I I can't say that I enjoyed it, I definitely think it's top tier Marvel, probably mm -hmm. top five, probably top mm -hmm. five, and I think it will stand the test of time. But, um, I'll say it's like definitely my top five, though, for real. okay, okay, respect, respect. I'm never gonna knock your opinion of what you yeah. think, I respect it, yeah. I know you guys love Spider-Man. I, I knew as soon as it got done, I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to say this is the, their favorite film. Oh, I fucking oh, love Spider-Man. My wife yeah. knows. I got to tell you what she got me off yeah. air. Damn I her. Knew. Damn her. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so bad. Right. <laughs> love you, Jess. I know you're going to listen to this eventually when we see the movie in a week or two. <laughs> are you guys going next? Uh, going, well, you're going again. She's seen it for the first time. Yes, yeah, she told me we have strict rules. Uh, I was not to spoil a thing about this movie. I can only tell her if I enjoyed it or not, and I have. And she's okay. avoided. She has avoided spoilers pretty, pretty well. She knows like yeah. one thing. But other than that, she's been pretty solid. I can't wait to see this. Movie, right? Good, good. I want to know what she thinks about it when um when she sees. So tell her to hit the group chat when she sees and let me know what she thinks about it. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah. This has been such a fun podcast. So much. We are, we are at the hour mark right now, so we're gonna go ahead and get out of here before we go. Wade, where can we find you at, and what you got going on? Well, you can find me on social media at Wade Elson underscore at oh wait, no it's not underscore wow that's oh that got hacked sorry guys yeah. um you can find me on twitter at wade Olson. you could also if you would like to listen to the lovely podcast i am a part of uh, on the fourth wall pop network you can find that on on the fourth wall pop network on all social media platform on all uh, podcasting platforms if you'd like to follow that podcast that i'm a part of which is the most lavish podcast you can find us on Instagram for now. Well, it's just me <laughs> on Instagram at the most lavish pod. I am also part of another lovely podcast on the fourth wall pop network called new normal wrestling. Where we talk about all the events in wrestling. You can find us on 
uh, Twitter at Wrestling Normal, on Instagram at New Normal Wrestling. And there's another podcast I'm a part of with you and the good, lovely, beautiful wife of mine on uh, this lovely network that we're a part of. Yes. Yes. WCW, the podcast. Women can wrestle. Women can wrestle. Yeah. Got a lot going over here, going on over here at the Silver Side Network. We're slowly but surely restarting back up uh, as everybody's schedules are kind of settling in and we're kind of planning our content a little bit more strategically these days instead of just doing whatever pops up. Uh, so make sure you be are on the lookout. Make sure you follow all of our links down below or somewhere in wherever they're posted on Anchor and, and other podcasts and platforms. So that way you can stay up to date with all of our content. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel where we try to do weekly, bi-weekly, whatever lives. We, we talk about everything from movies, television, gaming, uh, you know, just a little bit, of, a little bit of everything at the Silverside Network. So make sure you click that link and subscribe, hit the notification bell, and tune in so you do not miss out. With that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Silverside Network podcast. It has been a blast talking with you today, Wade, about Spider Man No Way Home, and I can't wait to hop on here again with you. But thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great evening. Later days. <laughs>